Section 18b Physical Fitness and Fitness Components Physical Fitness, Optimal Performance, and Mission Readiness Adequate physical fitness levels ensure every airman can properly support the Air Force mission while performing at optimal capacity. The goal of the fitness program is to motivate all members to participate in a year-round physical conditioning program, emphasizing total fitness to include proper aerobic conditioning, muscular fitness, training and healthy eating. An active lifestyle will increase productivity, optimize health, and decrease absenteeism while maintaining a higher level of readiness. Physical Fitness The five major components of fitness are cardio-respiratory endurance, body composition, muscular strength, muscular endurance, and flexibility. Warm-up and cool-down are also essential components of a complete physical fitness program. Cardio-respiratory endurance is the ability to perform large muscle, dynamic, moderate-to-high-intensity exercise for prolonged periods. Body composition is the relative portion of the body comprised of fat and fat-free tissue. Muscular strength is the maximum force generated by a specific muscle or muscle group. Muscular endurance is the ability of a muscle group to execute repeated contractions over a period of sufficient time duration to cause muscular fatigue. Flexibility is the maximum ability to move a joint freely without pain through a range of motion. Aerobic Fitness A successful cardio-respiratory endurance exercise program should address modality, type of exercise, volume, frequency multiplied by duration, and intensity. Mode Select activities that involve a large proportion of total muscle mass, maximizes use of large muscles, example, muscles around the thigh and hip, involve dynamic, rhythmic muscle contractions, and minimize static, no-movement contraction and use of small muscles. Examples are running, cycling, swimming, rowing, jogging, vigorous walking, indoor aerobic exercise machines, and some sports if they are continuous in nature. Volume, frequency multiplied by duration. Accomplish moderately intense aerobic activity 30 minutes a day, five days a week, or vigorously intense aerobic activity 20 minutes to 25 minutes a day, three days a week, and muscle fitness exercise, see below, or an equivalent combination of moderately and vigorously intense aerobic activity. For additional and more extensive health and fitness benefits, accomplish moderately intense aerobic activity 300 minutes, 5 hours a week, or accomplish vigorously intense aerobic activity 150 minutes a week, or an equivalent combination. 
Generally, the minimal levels of exercise volume and intensity above are necessary to maintain health and fitness, while the higher levels are necessary to improve health and fitness. Intensity. Intensity refers to how hard one exercises. Moderately intense aerobic activity equates to continuous exercise that raises heart and respiratory rates, initiates sweating, varies with climate, and permits conversation. Vigorously intense aerobic activity elicits higher physiological responses. And permits light or broken conversation. Intensity, considered the most important variable in training, may be prescribed as a percentage of maximum velocity, or percentages of physiological variables. In example, a percent of maximal volume of oxygen consumed, percent volume squared max, or percent of maximal heart rate. Percent heart rate max. One formula for determining exercise intensity by heart rate is presented in Figure 18.1. Muscular strength and endurance training. A successful strength and endurance training program should include the principles of specificity, regularity, recovery, balance, and variety. Principle of specificity: A strength training program should provide resistance to specific muscle groups that need to be strengthened. These groups can be identified by doing a simple assessment of functional movement. The airman slowly does work-related or functional movements he or she wants to improve upon. An example would be the airman whose job requires them to bend over. Pick up an object and place it in an overhead position. This work-related task has the functional movement of a squat and an overhead press with a weight. By incorporating these moves into a strength training program, the airman can improve strength and, therefore, improve work-related tasks while reducing injuries by being conditioned in those muscles needed to perform the work. If the airman's performance of a task is not adequate, or if he or she wishes to improve, strength training for the identified muscles will be beneficial. In this way, he or she ensures maximum carryover value to his or her warrior tasks. Principle of regularity: Exercise must be done regularly to produce a training effect. Sporadic exercise may do more harm than good. Airmen can maintain a moderate level of strength by doing proper strength workouts only once a week for a short period of time, if they have already established a strong baseline level of muscular fitness. However, three workouts per week are best for optimal gains. The principle of regularity. Also applies to the exercises for individual muscle groups. An airman can work out three times a week, but when different muscle groups are exercised at each workout, the principle of regularity is violated, and gains in strength are minimal. Airmen should strive for exercising the same muscle group 
a minimum of twice each week. Principle of Recovery Consecutive days of hard resistance training for the same muscle group can be detrimental. The muscles must be allowed sufficient recovery time to adapt. Strength training may be done every day only if the exercised muscle groups are rotated, so the same muscle or muscle group is not trained, exercised on consecutive days. There should be at least a 48-hour recovery period between workouts for the same muscle groups. For example, the legs can be trained with weights on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and the upper body muscles on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Recovery is also important within a workout. The recovery time between different exercises and sets depends, in part, on the intensity of the workout. Normally, the recovery time between sets should be 30 to 180 seconds. Principle of Balance When developing a strength training program, remember the importance of including exercises to work all the major muscle groups in both the upper and lower body. You should not work just the muscle groups in the upper body, with the idea running will strengthen the legs. Most muscles are organized into opposing pairs. Activating one muscle results in a pulling motion, while activating the opposing muscle results in the opposite or pushing movement. When planning a training session, one training technique is to follow a pushing exercise with a pulling exercise, resulting in movement at the same joints. For example, follow an overhead press with a lateral pull-down exercise. This technique helps ensure good strength balance between opposing muscle groups, which may, in turn, reduce the risk of injury. Sequence the program to exercise the larger muscle groups first, then the smaller muscles. Principle of Variety Using different equipment, changing the exercises, and altering the volume or intensity are good ways to add variety, and they may also produce better results. The airmen should periodically substitute different exercises for given muscle groups. For example, airmen can do squats with a barbell instead of leg presses on a weight machine. Also, for variety or due to necessity, for example, when in the field, they can switch to partner-resisted exercises or another form of resistance training. However, avoid frequent fundamental changes as airmen may become frustrated if they do not have enough time to adapt or to see improvements in strength. Flexibility Training Flexibility is an important component of any fitness program. Many activity-related injuries have their root in lack of flexibility. Think of muscles as rubber bands. When they are cold, they are rigid and brittle. When warm, they stretch and retract more easily. Conducting a good warm-up before exercising and a good cool-down upon completion will help prevent injury and reduce muscle soreness. 
Regardless of your current fitness level, you should always begin your exercise sessions with a warm-up and end it with a cool-down. Recommendations are listed in paragraphs 18.8.1 and 18.8.2 below. Body Composition The two largest contributing factors to maintaining a positive body composition are exercise and diet. A combination of exercise and diet is the best way to lose excessive body fat. Losing 1 to 2 pounds a week is a realistic goal, best accomplished by reducing caloric intake and increasing energy expenditure. In other words, eat less and exercise more. Dieting alone can cause the body to believe the body is being starved. In response, the body tries to conserve its fat reserves by slowing down its metabolic rate and, as a result, loses at a slower rate. Airmen must consume a minimum number of calories from all the major food groups, with the calories distributed over all the daily meals, including snacks and drinks. This ensures an adequate consumption of necessary vitamins and minerals. A male not under medical supervision requires a caloric intake of at least 1,500. Women require at least 1,200 calories, and airmen should avoid diets failing to meet these criteria. There is no quick and easy way to improve body composition. Losing fat safely takes time and patience. Exercise not only burns calories, but helps the body maintain its useful muscle mass and may help keep the body's metabolic rate high during dieting. Fat is best utilized during aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise, which uses lots of oxygen, is the best type of activity for burning fat. Aerobic exercise includes jogging, walking, swimming, bicycling, cross-country skiing, rowing, stair climbing, and jumping rope. Anaerobic activities, such as sprinting or lifting heavy weights, burn little, if any, fat. Warm-up and cool-down The warm-up Before beginning any vigorous physical activity, you should prepare your body for exercise. The dynamic warm-up increases the flow of blood to the muscles and tendons, thus helping reduce the risk of injury and increasing the joint's range of motion and positively affects the speed of muscular contraction. The following is the recommended sequence of dynamic warm-up activities for five to seven minutes before vigorous exercise. Slowly jog in place or walk for one to two minutes. This causes a gradual increase in the heart rate, blood pressure circulation, and increases the temperature of the active muscles. Slowly rotate joints. For example, arm circles, knee and ankle rotations. To gradually increase their range of motion, work each major joint for five to 10 seconds. Slowly mimic the activities to be performed. For example, lift a lighter weight to warm up before lifting the heavier one. This helps prepare the neuromuscular pathways. 
the dynamic warm-up increases the flow of blood to the muscles and tendons, helping reduce the risk of injury, increasing the joint's range of motion, and positively affects the speed of muscular contraction. Cool down. Do not stop suddenly after vigorous exercise, but gradually bring your body back to a resting state by slowly decreasing the intensity of the activity. After running, for example, you should walk for one to two minutes. Stopping exercise suddenly can cause blood to pool in the muscles, thereby reducing blood flow to the heart and brain. This may cause fainting or abnormal heart rhythm, and this could lead to serious complications. Repeat the stretches done in your warm-up to help ease muscle tension and any immediate feeling of muscle soreness. Be careful not to overstretch. The muscles are warm from activity and could be overstretched to the point of injury. Hold stretches 15 to 30 seconds or more during your cool-down to improve flexibility. Do not limit flexibility training to the cool-down periods. Stretching is one form of exercise that takes very little time relative to the benefits gained and may be done easily at home or work. Repetitive movements at work or having a more sedentary job can increase tension in specific muscle groups, which would benefit from mild stretching during the course of the day. Unit Physical Fitness Training Program Commander-driven physical fitness training is the backbone of the Air Force Physical Fitness Program. The program promotes aerobic and muscular fitness, flexibility, and optimal body composition of each airman in the unit. Safety must be an overarching concern throughout physical training and assessment. The program will meet the current ability level of the members while encouraging and challenging members to progress to a higher fitness level. The one-and-a-half-mile timed run, two-kilometer walk, abdominal circumference, push-up, and sit-up assessments are designed to measure the effectiveness of the physical training program. However, training should not be limited to the assessment activities. The unit fitness program will incorporate the guidelines established in AFI 36-2905 fitness program to develop general fitness, prevent boredom, and decrease repetitive strain injuries. Finally, the program must ensure a safe environment for training by assessing traffic patterns, use of headphones or other personal equipment, temperature availability of water and first aid, and awareness of emergency procedures. In addition, you should consider individual safety issues, such as medical limitations and level of ability. Physical Fitness Standard The Air Force uses a composite fitness score based on aerobic fitness, muscular strength and endurance, and body composition using abdominal circumference measurements to determine overall fitness. Overall fitness is directly related to health risk, including risk of disease, morbidity, 
and death, mortality. A composite score of 75 or greater, in addition to meeting the minimum component scores, represents the minimum accepted for health, fitness, and readiness levels. Health and readiness benefits continue to increase as body composition improves and physical activity and fitness levels increase. Members are encouraged to optimize their readiness status and posture by improving their overall fitness. Age and gender-specific fitness score charts are provided in AFI 36-2905, Attachment 10. Note, meeting the minimum component scores does not constitute the minimum points required to earn a composite passing score. Scoring the minimum component values in all components will not generate enough points to earn a composite score of 75 or greater. The minimum components are established to ensure members test adequately in all components and avoid asymmetrical fitness. In example, excelling in some and disregarding others. Airmen will receive a composite score on a 0 to 100 scale based on the following maximum component scores. 60 points for aerobic fitness assessment, 20 points for body composition, 10 points each for the muscular fitness assessment components, push-ups and sit-ups. Use the following formula to determine the score. Composite score equals total component points achieved multiplied by 100 and divided by total possible points. Airmen with a medical profile prohibiting them from performing one or more components of the fitness assessment will have a composite score calculated on the tested components. Exemptions. Biannually, members must complete a composite fitness assessment. Exemptions are designed to categorize members as unable or unavailable to train or test for reasons beyond the control of the member or commander for a limited time period as outlined in AFI 36-2905. Component Exemptions the commander, in consultation with the fitness program manager, may grant members exemption from aerobic and muscle fitness components based on medical recommendation according to AFI 36-2905 for a limited time period. Other fitness assessment components will still be assessed. Composite scores represent a health-based fitness level. As the fitness level increases, airmen are able to tolerate extremes in temperature, fatigue, and stress while optimizing performance in the deployed environment. Refer to Table 18.1 for fitness levels. Members must have a current fitness score on file prior to deployment. Members will not be considered exempt in the deployed location until their current fitness assessment expires. If a member fails their fitness assessment before deploying and their officer performance report, enlisted performance report, closes out after the deployment starts, the commander has the discretion to annotate a non-current, 
failing fitness assessment within the reporting period on the evaluation. Additionally, the commander has the discretion to document the evaluation as a referral for a non-current or failing fitness assessment at the evaluation closeout date or enlisted performance report static closeout date in accordance with AFI 36-2406 Officer and Enlisted Evaluation Systems. Any failures will be annotated in Air Force Fitness Management System and will be considered against the individual. However, if an airman reaches the 91-day mark after the unsatisfactory fitness assessment, but before the evaluation closes out, the unsatisfactory score is no longer current, and the commander has the discretion to annotate a non-current or failing fitness assessment within the reporting period on the evaluation. Additionally, the commander has the discretion to document the evaluation as a referral for a non-current or failing fitness assessment at the evaluation closeout date or enlisted performance report static closeout date. For satisfactory and excellent scores, deployed airmen become exempt only when they reach the first day of the month, seven or 13 calendar months following the previous official fitness assessment rating. Physical Fitness Assessment Installations will develop a local plan signed by the installation commander for unit commanders to appoint physical training leaders to augment the fitness assessment cell for the purpose of administering fitness assessments. Fitness assessment cell augmentees will conduct fitness assessments and designated fitness assessment cell personnel will provide oversight. Fitness assessment cell augmentees will not test members from their own unit. The fitness assessment cell will conduct the fitness assessments for all airmen. Where no fitness assessment cell exists, fitness assessments should be conducted by a certified physical training leader from another unit. Arrangements of this nature will be determined by local leadership. The fitness screening questionnaire will be completed no earlier than 30 calendar days, 90 days for air reserve component, but no later than 7 days prior to the fitness assessment to provide time for medical evaluation when indicated. Failure to complete the fitness screening questionnaire does not invalidate the fitness assessment. Medical providers may recommend temporary medical exemptions for medical conditions preventing an airman from safely participating in specific physical conditioning programs or in a component of the fitness assessment. Assessment for participation in fitness activities should be made at each visit to prevent the member from having to return for clearance or exemption at a later date. Pregnant airmen will engage in physical activity to maintain cardiovascular and muscular fitness throughout the pregnancy and postpartum period according to medical provider recommendations 
Exercise regimens will consist of routines inclusive of physical training and nutrition counseling. Airmen are exempt from the fitness assessment during pregnancy and for 180 days after the delivery date. Assessment Procedures All components of the fitness assessment must be completed within a three-hour window on the same day. If extenuating circumstances occur, for example, rapidly changing or severe weather conditions, natural disasters, emergencies, safety issues, etc., then all components must be completed within five duty days. Reserve members must be in a duty status for fitness assessments. The body composition component is the first component of the fitness assessment, including measuring height, weight, and abdominal circumference, which must be the first component assessed in the fitness assessment. The muscular fitness components, push-ups and sit-ups, may be accomplished before or after the one-and-a-half-mile run or two-kilometer walk. There is a minimum three-minute rest period between components. The assessment components should be scheduled to allow adequate rest for members on irregular or shift work hours. Body Composition Assessment Height and Weight Height and weight are obtained by fitness assessment cell members. Abdominal Circumference The abdominal circumference measurement is used to obtain the body composition component score. Fitness assessment cell members or trained augmentees will take the abdominal circumference measurement in a private room or a partitioned area. See AFI 36-2905 for the abdominal measurement procedures. Aerobic Assessment The run and walk will be performed on an approved distance course. Aerobic fitness is measured with a one-and-a-half-mile run, according to procedures outlined in AFI 36-2905. All members will complete the one-and-a-half-mile timed run unless medically exempted. Members medically exempted from the run and cleared for an alternate assessment will upon recommendation by the exercise physiologist fitness program manager complete the two-kilometer walk according to procedures in AFI 36-2905. Airmen who perform the two-kilometer walk will not be allowed to run that is, at least one foot must be in contact with the ground at all times, or the fitness assessment will be terminated. The two-kilometer walk is the only authorized alternative. Note, the member does not select the assessment method. The fitness program manager determines which assessment to use based on the member's profile. Muscular Fitness Assessment Upper body, muscular strength, and endurance are measured with a one-minute timed push-up assessment. Abdominal muscular strength and endurance is measured with a one-minute timed sit-up assessment. Ongoing education and a supportive environment. 
Physical fitness education will be incorporated into training programs and unit physical training. Ongoing commander emphasis and a supportive environment are essential to maintain force health and fitness. Information and support. Information can be found at http colon slash slash www.afpc.af.mil slash a fitness program slash index dot asp. Environment. The installation environment will be conducive for all members to maintain a healthy lifestyle and a community-based education and awareness program that addresses optimal nutrition, body composition, and fitness evident to all members. Programs will be available to Air Reserve component personnel. Unit Key Players The unit physical training program's success depends on many people, including the unit commander, unit fitness program manager, physical training leader, immediate supervisor, and the individual. Unit Commander The unit commander promotes, supports, and ensures unit fitness program integrity and provides an environment that is conducive to healthy lifestyle choices, provides an overall work environment for a community supportive of optimal nutrition and fitness, by providing access to facilities, providing healthy foods, and encourages airmen to participate in physical fitness during the duty day, and implements and maintains a unit physical training program according to guidelines in AFI 36-2905. Unit Fitness Program Manager the Unit Fitness Program Manager oversees the administration of the fitness program for the unit, notifies the unit commander if members fail to attend scheduled fitness appointments, and provides fitness metrics and unit status reports to the unit commander monthly. Physical Training Leaders The Physical Training Leader completes the initial Physical Training Leader course before overseeing and conducting the unit fitness program and maintains currency by receiving annual refresher course or upon change of duty station, whichever comes first. Air Reserve Component Physical Training Leaders at co-located bases will receive initial and refresher training from regular Air Force Fitness Program Managers. If not feasible for Air Reserve component physical training leaders to receive in-person training, they will complete distance learning training as coordinated through the Air Force Medical Operations Agency and the supporting base fitness program managers. Physical training leaders must complete basic life support and automated external defibrillator training before attending the physical training leader certification course. They must maintain currency while serving as physical training leaders. Individual 
Individuals must maintain individual year-round physical fitness through self-directed and unit-based fitness programs and proper nutrition standards according to AFI 36-2905. Individuals must also meet Air Force fitness minimum standards and attend all required fitness program appointments.